0: Uh, yeah, I played it a little. Is it good? It's alright. I'm probably like 10 hours into it. Nice. But once Godhand came out, I... Stop playing. Yeah. it's It's got a pretty good battle system, but the story is like so bad. Really? It's well, just... I was
1: reading the back about like a fallen Valkyrie and Odin being all pissed off, and I was like, this is going nowhere fast. And it's
0: pretty generic, which is surprising, considering the subject matter they have to deal with. Whatever. Alright, so we're podcasting late this was supposed to come out saturday october 14th it is now tuesday october 17th but that's not too bad so after we finish this I'm going to slap a click edit up and get it up to you people <laughs> within like an hour or so uh we are podcasting about our experiences last weekend weekend before last weekend weekend before last weekend the weekend of october 7th 6th 7th and 8th yes and Utica, New York, where we were invited to be guests at the Citicon Convention, which is the first convention of its kind held in Utica, New York, or maybe all of upstate New York because that place looks pretty desolate and (laughs) probably not prime anime convention
1: area. I don't know. Maybe maybe it wasn't really the area so much as it was just really the first time the convention was ever held. Oh, well,
0: I'm not going to hold that against them. Yeah. I don't... I don't really know what a good turnout for a convention is, because the only convention I've been to that wasn't Oticon was one day held on the campus of the school I worked for, and didn't really seem like much of a convention, so much as a lot of people walking in and out, but not really it was like a bunch of artists' room tables. It was in the rotunda, yeah. like, you know where they do all the, the punk shows. And, like, they had one room kind of cordoned off with a curtain. I guess that was the panel room. But then every it was just, like, a place for a bunch of dealers to come and sell Pocky. Nice. Uh, I don't know. And they almost sued me.
1: <laughs> I think we already talked about that.
0: Yeah, like, a long time ago. Siticon seemed to have more people than that convention. But Siticon was also a lot better run across the board. So I think that may have been a contributing factor.
1: yeah. I didn't go to the other one. What was the other one called? Zentricon. Yeah. I ZentranCon. Didn't...
0: They're making a they combined with some other anime con this year and they're holding out in King of Prussia in like an actual I guess hotel
1: or something. They're probably doing they it. Have, the, they have real rooms. Out there's the Valley Forge Convention Center. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think I don't think it's at the Valley Forge Convention Center, but
1: Maybe they could get whatever that other uh, podcast is with all the thirteen year olds from out there. Is that- You're talking about otaku generation? Yeah They're they keep- not
0: 13 year olds They just act like they're 13
1: Really? Noah seemed to think he. They're was like pretty 35 sure they- years old <laughs> Really?
0: That's, they're pretty old You'd never know it Because the whole show is about Duck holes I'm not really sure what that is But I have a guess
1: I'm uncomfortable with it already
0: <laughs> I think it's some sort of Euphemism for someone's behind area
1: are they, are they talking about Howard the Duck? That was a good movie. <clears throat> no, no, it wasn't. Oh, come on, man. Howard the Duck. Howard
0: was, the Duck.
1: That was such a weird movie. Because Howard was the only other alien in it. And, well, he was. I mean, he, he was the only alien you saw for most of the movie. And then the crazy bad guy shows up. And he's more like the predator aliens from Alien <laughs> than he is like Howard. And you're like, man. The duck aliens got got screwed. Sure that to the stick there, bro. What the aspects of your race are? We have bills and we're kind of (laughs) smarmy. It's like how do you how have you not been overrun? Also, they wear
0: Hawaiian shirts if memory serves. So we had problems coming right out of the gate because Joel's wife just had to have her birthday this weekend.
1: This was totally my fault. Dave told me probably I don't even know how many months in advance. It wasn't months.
0: It came out of the blue. It was probably like three or four weeks.
1: Well, it was enough time for me to really consider the fact, you know, there are two pieces of knowledge in my brain, and this happens to me a lot. One is the fact that we've been invited to CETACon, and I'm super excited about it. And then the other is the fact that my wife has a birthday that's on October 8th. But nary the two (laughs) shall meet (laughs) until the week before, or two weeks before, and I like... It just dawns on me. And it, that's literally what happened. You sent me an email about it, and I looked at the screen, and I was like, October 8th. Oh, oh shit. Oh, no.
0: It <laughs> just, it makes me... Your response when I first asked was hilarious, because you were like, something may have come up or something. It was just very <laughs> obtuse. For I was like, that's all just, right. I'm so... <laughs>
1: You know, I'm so uh, passive-aggressive that I was trying to avoid the conflict at all costs, even though it really already existed. <laughs> so that's why I have these implosions where I'm like, there may be a problem with something related to next weekend, possibly. <laughs> well, and I'll just keep on talking if I you never... In the cut. <laughs> yeah, if I'll just keep on talking if I never actually have to deal with the problem. <laughs> Eventually but, uh,
0: you'd run out of breath, unless you got that Kenny G circular breathing stuff going on. Yeah, I can play the didgeridoo.
1: I doubt that very much. That's true. I think that's actually what happened. I finally ran out of breath. And that's what happened. Curse is my one weakness. <laughs> and that's when we came up with the plan that in order for me to be at CETACon, I would leave Philadelphia at 10 o'clock at night. On arrive Friday. in Utica late, late at night or early in the morning, depending on your perspective. Leave Saturday night and arrive back home. When I got to tell you, it worked out fine.
0: Yeah, it did work out pretty well, though. First off... I had, by Friday afternoon, assumed that Joel was not coming. So I was like, yeah, we'll leave like 5 or 6 or something. And then Joel was like, I can come. And I was like, well, I guess plans have changed. <laughs> so then my, in my idiocy, I'm like, we'll just wait for Joel to leave at 10 o'clock. And Callan's like, who's going to get the hotel room? And I was like, it's cool. <laughs> and it probably would have been cool because like, Wish. That's how my life works, is that everything happens accidentally and by luck. But it, it works out. But, you know, in deference to the con organizer who probably had enough stuff going on and didn't need to let us into our rooms at four at night, <laughs> me and Callum left a little early. Yeah. <laughs> And Joel picked up the slack with
1: these... Jerry and Scabs, or as I like to call them, Beef Jerky Duo. (laughs) Beef Jerky and Red Bull. Yeah, Beef Jerky and Red Bull. Not the best combination. Let me tell
0: you, if there's one guy uh, you don't want to have on your desert island, it's Scabs. (laughs)
1: This is the situation on the desert island if you're there with scabs. And I'm going to try to make this as uh, listener-friendly as possible so it doesn't devolve into... Yeah, sorry. This is our friend and we like him. Alright. We don't like the inside jokes. This is an insight into scabs. So all you people out there that believe in an internet community, you're about to get let in on one of our you know, and social he's, interactions. he's mildly internet famous. Yeah, he's the artist behind Frontbeat. But yeah, on a desert island with scabs, here's what's happening. You've got a palm tree. There's only one. It's like the ones in the comic books. There are three coconuts on said palm tree. And they are the only form of sustenance. Upon arriving at the desert island, you immediately start drinking the milk from one coconut. And this is Scab's reaction. Oh, dude, we only have like three of those. You can't eat one now. And you know, this is Scab's totally ignoring the fact that you've been floating in the ocean for like eight hours. (laughs) He doesn't even bother to observe how miraculous it is that you both found the same speck of sand in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. The first thing he says is, You're wasting the coconuts.
0: I was more thinking of uh the fact that beef jerky and Red Bull aren't like my primo provisions. For this is also a road true. trip. No, <laughs> I don't think we did much better. Um we stopped by Wawa as me and Callan were leaving and she goes into the store and she's like, "You want anything?" I was like, "Yeah, let me get a Gatorade or whatever." That's not necessarily bad thinking. You need your electrolytes, whatever they are.
1: <laughs> I know they're important. They have something to do with electricity, I'm assuming.
0: She comes out with the Gatorade and like
1: candy and
0: gummy bears, and I was like, "Sweet!" But at the same time, I was like, "This is not conducive to good car," because I know like she is so bad with sugar around here. Really, It's like a child, and I'm not much better. So, well, I'm not much better without the sugar in me. The sugar <laughs> doesn't do a whole lot, but like I'm already up at that level, eleven out of ten.
1: Well, th- but there's nothing else to buy on a car trip. It's not like these uh, trail nuts, Nicks. The- nobody is selling that. What you are go- trail nuts? You nothing. Go- <laughs> they don't exist. When you go into Wawa, you're not confronted with like you know celery stocks and
0: when I go into Wawa, produce
1: that's appealing.
0: I buy those tiny donuts.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They're so good. I'm totally against buying apples at Wawa because they don't sell them by the pound, and I think that's really the only way I'll accept yeah, what, buying what a like, product. What is it like? 89 cents an apple, and they're also Wawa apples. If you're in your car, it's not like you have a sink in there to yeah. wash these apples that have been sitting out in public.
0: There's a certain there's certain things you don't buy from a convenience store,
1: like apples or DVDs <laughs> <laughs> or like. I don't know. And if you're gonna buy guys. apples or DVDs, I would recommend eating the DVD. Plus,
0: like we we have advanced beyond college now we we buy our things from supermarkets or whatever. We're not cooking ramen in the coffee maker. Like I don't need a store that sells cocoa puffs and whatever the hell else convenience stores sell. Slurpees. I don't even <laughs> need Slurpees to tell you the truth. Those things are not good for you.
1: No, not at all. I'm getting to that point where uh, if I eat too much sugar, it starts to really burn really fast. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) I had heartburn for the first time this year, and I was like, ah! (laughs) Now I'm old. (laughs) Enough! We have to talk about Siticon. So it went relatively flawlessly, though. uh, When me and Callan got up to the... Well, as Callan and I were driving, it's about about a 300-some mile drive from Philadelphia. It's like 320, which worked out Roughly for, like, for us to be four hours. For which is signal. incredible. They were traveling at like mock speed. Well, Callan usually did not dip below 80. So about halfway through the drive, I started asking her if she wants me to take up the rest of it, you know, to be polite or whatever. But uh, I don't drive very well. And she knows that. <laughs> so she didn't want me to until she was hallucinating. <laughs> And seeing, like, bright spots of light after driving for three and a half hours, which is when I took over, Mr. Speedster, to pedal to the metal. Whichever pedal that may be at the time, <laughs> it gets pushed all the way down immediately. And then she yelled at me for going too fast, and then I went too slow. It was like this hyper, go to sleep. hyper reaction, like, either way, I was like, oh, no, I'm going too fast. So I'm going, like, 25 miles on the highway. Following behind this convention guy who's leading us to the hotel room, and she's like, You're going too slow, and I was like, Crap! If only they made a speed of between 25 and 95.
1: And, but and a little what bit What of... they call it? And in Serendipity, that Billy Joel song came on about going to extremes. <laughs> too fast or too slow. I don't know why I go to extremes. So And then know... you ripped the radio I and threw it onto the highway because that song sucks! I do
0: like Billy Joel, though. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, but you know it was a relatively without event. I'll tell you what, up to and including the time when we got the little cards for the room, I was convinced that was a trap.
1: <laughs> yeah, <when laughs> that like we just got some the email.
0: podcast nemesis was
1: calling us out. There's like some guy sitting in a dark room somewhere, thinking, "Yes, yeah, fast karate, come to sitacon
0: I'm s- yeah, I'm and sitting meet here. Meet your doom. I'm sitting here like. You know, best case scenario, we wasted 5 hours of our time. There was no silicon. Worst case
1: scenario, cobras. <laughs> I was like, I was really hoping that uh this weekend didn't end with me like bound and gagged waiting yeah. to be chopped up hanging after upside scabs. down
0: over a vat of acid.
1: Although I have to say, if I had to go, I would want to go after Scabs because I've always wanted to see that jerk just get chopped up. <laughs> wow.
0: Chopped. I, I
1: hope Scab
0: knows I hope Scabs, nor anyone related to him, does not listen to this podcast ever. I'm coming for you, Scabs. <laughs> Crossing my fingers. No, I'm going to tell him as soon as this is over. Or maybe I'll just edit it all out. But then we would lose our total train of consciousness. You know, whatever the hell we do on this show. So we made it to the convention. And even though Joel and Jerry and Scabs got lost in the zombie town of Uca-peluca, I don't Palooka. None know of the towns up in that part of the state are real words. It's kind of just this strange. Like Utica is the most sensible one.
1: <laughs> well, I think it's sort of a, this sort of I don't even know. But I'm going to call it a morbid homage to the Native Americans yeah, that no. most populated that area. <laughs> it's it's oh, we'll name our town. Sorry, after we them. stole
0: your land, but here's 2000. The big, reason what? we
1: called it that is because underneath this ground there are 10,000 Indians <laughs> buried after we killed them. And so now the town is named. And well one long.
0: day they'll rise from their grave.
1: Rise from your graves,
0: destroy us all. Yes, but you know, as soon as we got there, all the other podcasters, we kind of all hung out while the convention organizer got his stuff together and got us our room cards. They all went to Denny's. What did me and Callan do? Got drunk. <laughs> well, she got drunk. I didn't have enough time because it was one thirty in the morning, and
1: he's not. And the bars only open
0: until two. <laughs> Well, I tried my darndest. That waitress did not give me my fourth beer.
1: <laughs> she was flagging you.
0: Well, she was. She said it was last call as I was starting on the third one. So I was like, let me get another. But then I think maybe she forgot and then thought she had given me the other because my beer was so full. But that's not cool.
1: Sucks. Anyway, they
0: eventually got here and we all went to sleep for like four
1: hours. And then Dave woke us up. He's like, we've got to go to the podcast meetup.
0: Well, they... They really made a big deal that we were going to, like, plan this thing out. That we were going to be like, bam, 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 topic. We need time to rehearse. But then we didn't. I'm not necessarily going to complain because by 10 o'clock when we showed up at the artist alley or podcaster alley, is, it, it was, was more, more rightfully appropriately named because there was, like, one other artist besides Scavs. And Scavs, you know, he wasn't really there to draw. So I guess it, there was one artist. Well, the artist was scabs, and then there was someone who thought they could draw. (laughs) This is a little convoluted. Anyway, by the time we showed up, Noah from the Ninja Consultants was there, and I'm not going to lie to you, 90% of the reason I went there, anyway, was to hang out with Ninja Consultants. And we missed
1: half of Ninja Consultants. Aaron.
0: Yeah, I know. hope Manga Next was fun. Manga Next is a convention for sissies and girls. (laughs) But I'm Aaron is a girl.
1: <laughs>
0: Look, Joel, anything's possible, but uh
1: But yeah, so we get there and uh it's cool to meet up with all the other podcasters just because uh I don't know. Like, most of them were pretty nice people. Yeah. It wasn't I wasn't disappointed in terms of the quality of person that is behind all the anime podcasts Which, that are out there. At least the anime podcasts represent it. I think
0: maybe the difference between a podcaster and Your average anime fan, besides a slightly larger ego than your average anime fans, already overinflated ego, is that, uh, you know, they want to talk to a microphone, so logically, they're going to be at least somewhat normal to talk to.
1: They have those social interactions. Yeah, they have
0: the ability to talk to other people without denigrating into, you know, I don't know, Sasuke Chan in (laughs) episode 79, Naruto. Own a guy Shima's tactic. Whatever. <laughs> the point is that, you know, they knew how to talk to people. And I'd like to think that me and Joel have some idea of how to talk to people. Maybe not the best idea, but I've strung a few words together in my time.
1: I mostly uh, make sure I have plenty of Choco Tacos and stuff in my mouth. when I
0: <laughs> Oh, man, I love Choco
1: Tacos. That's not true. I, I have, don't think they have those enough upstate I have great, New York. I have, I have great interpersonal skills.
0: Well, Joel's like the mediator. And I'm like... Like, he's master, and I'm blaster, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Though I am the smaller of the two, but not by a significant amount. Like, he, he's the smart one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm the ogre with the mask on. But back to Cedakon. Who's Cetacon. also retarded. <laughs> but anyway, so, so we were hanging out, and like, <laughs> I, was, I was knocking him dead. I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard, but to, to be fair, I had good material. Because I found that paper that talked about interviewing the suicide girls, and just reading the headlines of that was enough to floor everyone. Though maybe they were just laughing to be polite.
1: Yes, it was the school paper that had an interview with one of the suicide but girls. I can't nights. even remember
0: what the headline was, but it was so funny because it was like. It was like the deeper aspects of being a suicide girl. It wasn't even like, hey, you got rich making this retarded porn blog. It was like. You know, we really think that naked punk girls, chatting about cats and uh, feather boas, is gonna gonna. It's gonna change something. You know, the whole world is.
1: Yeah, this has deep social implications. Showing some tattooed chick with dyed hair and big boobs and a lot of piercings. It's gonna, gonna a change lot of the piercing. world. Some uncomfortable looking ones, but yeah. Uh, as for uh, the panels that we were a part of,
0: that podcast panel. uh started out with a pretty good load of steam. We probably had like 15 or 20 people in the audience, which I thought was a good number. Yeah. It was more than I was expecting to get.
1: Definitely more.
0: But I think the podcast panel was kind of billed as a central event, though I was thinking that before I realized that the guy who played Mario blindfolded was <laughs> also at the convention. <laughs> so it's like, oops, I talk into a microphone.
1: Yeah, which is basically all we Can did. Can I be
0: important too? There
1: was definitely a... Well, first of all, there wasn't a moderator... So it's just sort of, the panel kind of devolved into people having arguments among the podcasters. Well, yeah. Or having discussions among the podcasters. Well,
0: the problem was that the, the events coordinator, Corbin, uh, was the moderator. Corbin Dallas? Yeah, nobody else made that joke this entire weekend. I'm making it on this podcast! We're first! He was the moderator for like the first 15 minutes, but then I think he remembered that, you know, he had to do stuff and like couldn't really be bothered hanging around with us. Ogres and trolls, or whatever we are. Elves. I'm not an elf. Neither am I. Somebody
1: on that panel was an elf. I'm a half ogre warrior. (laughs)
0: I'm a Minotaur street samurai.
1: (laughs) How do you like that? Troll Uh
0: genus.
1: (laughs) How can you be a Minotaur samurai with troll genus? That's not fair.
0: No, but the troll. grant you regeneration? Troll is the genus. This is Shadowrun, man. I know. But troll is, troll is like the homo in man. But <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. And then <laughs> minotaur is like the Arabian version. Or I don't know. But that is so far beyond the It goes the class, genus, like...
1: species, Dave. Class, genus, species. Yeah,
0: Seesaw so is right. It's troll, genus, minotaur, species. Even though that is incorrect because they made subspecies in that game. God, stay on topic. <laughs> Focus. Talking about the panel, we got the shaft. Me, Joel, and Noah. I'm not gonna name names or point fingers because I don't know who to point them at. <laughs> I may have some suspicions. I don't think it was Corbin. He seemed like a good guy. But somebody grossly miscalculated how many chairs, tables, and microphones we would need. <laughs> me? And, and I asked, I asked people before we were going to the panel, like, should we bring our microphones? And they were like, No, you why why would you need a microphone? That strikes me as Odd. So, like, none of the other podcasters brought their microphones, and, I don't know, maybe I wasn't asking staff people. I was like, hey, you stop some janitor. Hey, Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean, do I need a microphone? He's like, well, in my time, there weren't microphones, but we did have plenty of ground. <laughs> So, you know, me, Joel, and Noah from the Ninja Consultants had to share a mic, and I didn't have a table. <laughs>
1: and, well, you know what? I think even if we had a mic, Dave would have totally disrespected it, because he refused to speak into it the entire time. Me and Noah because took were, like, like an huddling hour. together. You could just tap me on the shoulder, and I would have moved the mic over so you could, you could use it. Okay, there were, like,
0: ten people in that crowd, and it was a very small room. Like, first <laughs> off, somebody was recording the panel. I assume... Geek Nights, because they're the most technologically adept. You know, every time you move the mic, it gets up, like, chugga 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 yeah. chugga chugga So I didn't want them to deal with that. And, I don't know. So, if this panel ever comes out, you probably won't hear me on it. Except it's like, a very faint voice on the <laughs> yeah, you'll side Everyone else stop talking. And then you hear... That'll probably having a lot, too. Because I feel like we were interjecting a lot, even though...
1: In all the madness, me and Dave were the only ones thinking about how awkward it must be to sit in the audience and watch these people do what's
0: going on. We went on for like an hour and a half, and that's probably too long. Like, well, I can't sit still for an hour and a half, but I'm maybe not the most representative of populations.
1: Well, I think it's too long without audience participation.
0: Well, that's the thing. Questions kind of dried up about 45 minutes into it, and people started leaving, which is cool. But, you know, after about 45 minutes... The only people in the audience that weren't directly related to me or Joel were, it was like three people. Yeah. And, and you knew they were just sticking around to be polite because they didn't want to be the last ones to leave.
1: I was looking at uh, Scabs and Jerry and Callan, like begging them to ask a question. Yeah. Just like, and, Jerry, make something up. Just throw it out there. Who's your favorite
0: robot? Combatler V.
1: Yeah, and they would ask <laughs> who's your favorite robot, and then we could have jumped in. Because nobody else were into, like, robot animes. Yeah, I know. But I think that's... They you know, were all real anime fans. Yeah, we, they, they thought what we liked was crap.
0: Which is alright, because we think what they like is crap. It's like... It's yin and yang. I don't, I don't even know what the, uh, real anime fans like. Speedgrapher?
1: No. no. Nobody likes Naruto.
0: That. What's the new they one? Were, here's Bleach. They Bleach. love Bleach. They can't get enough of that stuff. Ichigo 1. I, asked, I don't know any of the characters' names. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, like, making the little cut-off motion with, like, the hand across the neck. But, you know, to no avail. I don't even remember how the podcast panel ended. But I was like, guys, we're just having a conversation here. Like, we could just do this after the podcast panel. And not inflate our egos more than they already are, which is substantial. It's the I second guess. time I've said substantial re-ego. <laughs>
1: Oh man, re is like the only appropriate—I don't know—acronym or—I
0: don't know why I started using that, but I do. I think I saw it in like a crossword. That's the word, and I was like, "Man, nobody
1: says that re. They say regarding. Well, yeah, I know that's what re stands but for. But that's why you say re unless I you're it talking stood about for like
0: about or Dave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you're an idiot. For Dave, re means retarded. <laughs>
0: That's, that's pretty possible. Okay.
1: But uh, in other news, I mean, so, I mean, I, I think that uh, this po- uh, this convention will benefit from experience. And I was really happy to be in it at the beginning. But I don't think, I I really wish we could have brought more to it because we're not really experienced convention goers or convention yeah. guests.
0: We've been to a lot of Otacons, but we've never really done anything at them except to hang out at the Artist Alley. Yeah, so
1: it's not like we were really uh, prepared in that regard. I don't
0: know. I think as far as the convention went, it was like spectacularly run, especially this one guy named Rizzo, who's one of the staff members. Like yeah, when he me, was an on the ball and character. When me Scabs needed a projector for our webcam mix panel, which nobody came to, I was there. He, that guy I was, was like sleeping on the table, all over the place. He was like back and forth. It was like, "I'm going to get you that projector, man. I'm going to get you the projector." And he like comes
1: back and he's like, "Got the
0: projector on the way." And I was, Rizzo's. Like, he Dude, seems like it's cool. <laughs> the panel's in like an hour and a half.
1: He's like one of those guys who probably doesn't do too well in school. But definitely could, because he's got the energy, he's got the drive, he just needs to find something he's interested in. So Rizzo, find buckle something. down, find something you're interested in, because planning cons is not uh, a life. Yeah, We're very I think it is for some people. Well, I, know, I I'm very appreciative of his effort, I just hope that you know he takes that to the next level and does something really great. I hope the
0: Otakon people, like, that's their job.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. I mean that's what Geeknights commented when we were totally hating on Otocon. They're Like, well, the, well, it's entirely volunteer the, run. Well, the,
0: the little the Gophers, yeah. I mean, so although like corp is a business, it's, yeah, it's a business. That doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I hope they make some sort of profit on that, because otherwise, if you're organizing something for twenty thousand people basically gratis, that
1: sucks. Yeah, that really does blow.
0: But in continuation, um, we had this like thing where. Us five and the ninja consultants, Noah, and like some other people were going to go to this steakhouse and it was going to be really cool. And then we went and there was a wedding going on and we were like, crap. So we went to this other place that wasn't that great. I mean, the beer they had was all right, but very expensive. It was like $5 a glass or something. Um, And then we come back and find the other podcasters. And they, I don't know, I guess they showed up like 15 minutes after us and got a table at the steak place. And we were like, you suck because our meal
1: was not great. I liked my onion rings. Okay, fine. You got three of them. They were enormous. I wouldn't have wanted to eat more than three of those <laughs> onion rings. These people, these onion rings were like half of an onion. Like, you know you've got an onion, and you cut off the round parts at the end, and then you just cut it in half, and if you hollow out one fourth of each half, and then make an onion ring out of the outer part, that's how big these were. Alright, Joe, they were delicious, and I was envious of you. <laughs> and I did
0: get real, real chips with my fish and chips. I'm not particularly finicky but i don't really like fries. <laughs> That's what fish and chips is. No, but they're different fries. Oh, they're okay. much bigger. Uh, these ones were all like small and like They're like steak fries. Nappy. Yeah, steak fries. Yeah, it was gross. Anyway, so good for you Adam A weekly review people and Happy House happy said, has- "Ty, you got the good meal with the pound of lasagna." And I got fed tripe, and I guess Joel enjoyed whatever he ate—onion ring sandwich
1: and a hamburger. It was onion rings and a hamburger. Good for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. The two highlights of the convention for me were uh, the uh, the Geek Knights did a good job. They've been to a lot of conventions. Oh, and they man. came prepared. Yeah. I meant, to and bring they that did up. this. Uh, uh, what was it? The Anime match, game match game. Where they call it was really great.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of fun because
1: they were charismatic in front of the audience, which you know makes sense because. I mean, I, the Geek Knights guys are great, but they're really into themselves, so charisma comes naturally to them. Yeah. And so they were really great in front of the audience, and it was a really good concept.
0: Yeah, well, if you're not familiar with the match game, it's this game show from the 70s where, you know, you have, like, six celebrities on a panel. But they're, like, no-name celebrities. and <clears throat> the, So that, that the part host carried over
1: into ours. Was, like,
0: I only watched the match game because my old roommate was, like, totally into it. And I was like, all right, dude. He's like, I pray at the Church of Charles Nelson Riley," (laughs) which is how I introduced myself at the panel, because that's the only name I remember. Anyway, (laughs) so you got these six celebrities, and the host says something like, Sally Fozzlebottom went to the store today and tripped over her glass of X. And then all the celebrities write down what they think X is. And then the, the contestant has to go, well, I don't know, juice... And if it matches Juice with any of the celebrities writing down Juice, then they win. They get, like, a point. So it's the same thing with anime. So they, you know, name your favorite giant robot or something.
1: Well, I mean, but they had a little story score. It wasn't just, like, name your favorite giant robot. They were like, you know, Keith Bullet Killer loves gory anime. And the other day, he received a package in which was contained uh, an anime he was very excited about. He couldn't wait to get home to watch blank. And then you had to fill in the blank with with a violent violent anime.
0: And Scabs was actually one of the contestants on it. Moved on to the double, triple bonus round. No thanks in part two. This brilliant accident of logic where, you know, name a violent anime. I write down Berserk. Because I was like, Scabs is my friend. I want him to get a point. Jerry writes down Devilman to be a dick. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because Jerry and Scabs our best friends, and, and roommates at enemies. worst enemies. <laughs> and
0: okay. fortuitously, Scabs guesses Devilman, which would be impressive if it wasn't for the question that won him the imaginary $10,000. After he had thrashed the Naruto girl...
1: He didn't even thrash her. Okay, he won totally by like tight. one
0: point. He won in the, uh, the elimination because they tied. Well, whatever. <laughs> so, Scabs... You, there's a final question to win the imaginary ten thousand dollars, and it's real simple. The the Geek Knights guy goes ninja blank, and you know you're thinking like ninja star and ninja, ninja guide and ninja sword, yeah, ninja ninja whatever. Jerry, ninja you get rap. to you get to choose one person to do this go with, ninja, and go, Scabs go, of course go, chooses go, Jerry ninja, because go, they're go, best ninja, friends go, and mortal go. enemies, and not Jerry, realizing
1: that Jerry's gonna totally f him over. <laughs>
0: he should just assume by this point. <laughs> Jerry writes down Ninja Vanish. And I was like, no, he'll never get that in a million years. And sure enough, Scabs goes, well, I don't know, I'm going to go with Ninja Vanish.
1: <laughs> and everyone's
0: like, yeah!
1: It was incredible because I, when, when Scabs said Vanish, like, no, everyone on the panel had seen what Jerry had written. Yeah. And I mean, it made kind of sense. Like, it's from the Ninja Turtles, you know, they say Ninja Vanish. Ninja Vanish is sort of a common thread, it's more obscure. I mean, if you've seen your uh, American Ninja, that's what you're going to expect. Yeah. But uh, everyone on the panel looked at that and were like, whatever, Jerry. <laughs> and so when Scab says Vanish, we're all incredibly excited because how that, like, it was just, even beyond just the fact that this is, like, totally nerdy, I mean, that's just, like, exciting in anything where <laughs> they've this moment of synchronicity. Yeah. But everyone in the audience was just like, he guessed Ninja Vanish? What is the What he a, a Did someone drag this drunken off the street, put nice clothes on him, and then throw (laughs) him him on stage.
0: (laughs) But then Jerry flips over his whiteboard And And behold. Oh man, there was like this great uprising of geekery.
1: Well yeah, and everyone in the audience really liked it. And I really enjoyed it too. Yeah, it It was was fun.
0: It was a ton of fun. And I'd like to do it again. I would love to with them. Yeah. And they, they actually said something. I guess I get into Otakon for free by doing stuff like this, panels like this. I didn't realize that panelists got in for free at Otakon.
1: Which means we're totally getting into a panel.
0: Yeah. They were like, yeah, you, we'll just hook you guys up with it. And I was like, all right, I want to save $60. I am 100% down with fun that. fun while doing it. Yeah, so, you know, the second round of uh, the anime match came just kind of paled in comparison just because it didn't have these... Ridiculous simpaticos, like totally unexpected. Though it did have what's his name, Roroni Kenshin hanging out.
1: Yeah, it was Roroni Kenshin who refused to give his real name. Yeah, he stayed in character. The other guy was like
0: Darth Vader Junior,
1: Anakin Skywalker. That's the one. <laughs> but he, just, I mean, he was pretty casual. Right? He's like, I'm dressed as Anakin Skywalker because it's the only costume I had. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I, I can buy that. He seemed like an alright dude. <laughs> that's the
0: kind of cosplayer i He was be. like
1: your average kind of dork that's going to be an electrical engineer and make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, we're making
0: peanuts. <laughs> anyway, the
1: night continued. We had our
0: meet and greet panel, which uh, two people came to that weren't podcasters.
1: One of which was alright.
0: Yeah, the, the other, other one was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, but he was a kid, which is,
1: you know... A really over, over-exuberant... yeah.
0: I don't know. The only, you know, his sheer presence didn't really bother me, but, like, I don't like these people, like our old roommate, who force their conversation upon you when you're having a different conversation. Like, you know, if me, Joel, and Noah are talking about anime mores vis-a-vis Bubblegum Crisis versus Bubblegum Crisis twenty forty. With the addition of Space Dolphins or whatever. And then, like, you jump in and you're like, you know what happened in the end of the filler arc in Naruto episode 119? And I'm like, I don't even know what a Naruto is.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was, he was pretty irritating.
0: And, like, it's cool if you want to have those conversations, but I don't. Yeah. And I, I guess the other podcasters seem to know him. Maybe he's, like, a f- internet friend of theirs. But Whatever, I he hasn't posted with us yet, it's, so it's a little, screw him. It's a little better on the internet maybe where you can moderate the sound of someone's voice or not experience it at all. Anyway, it wasn't that bad. But apparently the people who had the strongest showing for the meet and greets were the hentai people. And I don't think that's exactly a surprise because the title alone is probably enough to, to draw, draw in the big in. bucks.
1: <laughs> people but, aren't as interested in fast karate as they should be which if they wanted sad. to defend themselves from the robot dinosaurs at the center of the earth. Yeah. Because you know, the speed of your karate is the only thing that can save you.
0: Think about that, when the dino helicopter's bearing down Snaps, on you. Snaps, that's our new,
1: that is our new freaking tab- tagline. The speed of your karate is the only thing that can save you. Oh, uh, that needs to be slapped on a shirt right
0: now. If only we had shirts. Anyway, uh, we saw the video game pianist who was a pretty rockin' dude in Yeah, concert. he was cool. Considering we paid, you know, $20 for the convention, most of us got him for free. <laughs> so... <laughs> For those that did pay twenty dollars, if you just went to that, you played twenty dollars for a pretty
1: solid concert. I think my favorite thing that he did, like, uh, beyond all like the video game music and stuff, because I mean, video game music is good. No, actually, no, it's not. It's it's you know, MIDI eight bit. I like it because when I was three, I was playing video games. But you know what was really cool was when he made the uh, the sound of the coins with the the keys as he like he was playing uh, along. The first this is you had. I wasn't gone. there
0: for that. Yeah.
1: He he was uh he was playing through the Mario levels and he would he could make the sound of the coin like perfectly. And so he'd be like playing the music and then at random intervals he'd just play the sound of the coin. <laughs> it was
0: really cool. That's pretty funny. What I liked is when he decided to drop some knowledge on people and threw in like a few Beethoven hits and stuff.
1: Dude, but after you left, he played this piece by Chopin. I wish I remembered the name. That's Chopin if you want to look it up on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Chopin. <laughs> but he uh he played this piece, and I really think it was just a, a way to demonstrate his technical ability.
0: Because it was like... Yeah, because playing John Lennon's Imagine backwards has nothing to do with that.
1: This was a lot harder than doing that. Really? Yeah. It, it, the speed and the... Uh, I don't even know. The, the agility required to play that piece is impressive. And the fact that not only he, he played it, but I guess he played it well. I mean, I'm not really a classical pianist, so I wouldn't know if he played it well. I liked it.
0: Slamming. The reason I was not in attendance for that part of the concert is because me and Scavs had to set up for our webcomics panel, which I was actually a little disappointed that no one came. I'm not really mad at anyone because, you know, it's just a consequence of unfortunate scheduling that, like, we were bookended between the video game pianist and Happy House of Hentai's, like, random hentai panel. So it's like, come on, you see webcomic panel there, you're like, yeah, right, Uh, maybe next time, folks. And I don't blame you for that. That's fair. You know, we had, like, the whole PowerPoint setup going on, and it was a real PowerPoint. Like, the way they teach you to make them in school, where it's <laughs> With, not like, the lights. whole speech. <laughs> it's just, like, little bullet points that you expand upon. Because I always hated those teachers in college that would give you the PowerPoints, and that's all the notes you have to take for the class. Yeah, I was like, why am I even what in was the even class? better
1: was it when they would post those on, like, the school's internet or intranet and you could just go grab them from a folder so i don't
0: need to go to class (laughs) no
1: all the important things are here
0: and man we were going to educate people on how to make a story-based webcomic succeed because anyone can do your penny arcades well not okay not anyone can do it (laughs) but it's a lot easier to find a market for humor because people love to laugh and why would you blame them laughing is a good time
1: wouldn't in order for you guys to teach a course on how to make a story-based webcomic succeed... Don't ...need to say be a success?
0: But they don't know we're not a success. Ah, oh, that's the
1: whole point. The illusion is falling Thousands away. upon thousands
0: of readers every year come to this site. You're just counting In hits. numbers in the thousands. Oh, not... Well so we we gave up the ghost about twenty five minutes into that, which is just as well, because my laptop battery was dead anyway,
1: and we had to roll out,
0: yeah, Joel scabs, and Jerry went off into that dark night with fond memories of Utica, New York, and getting lost on the highway, which is the whole town <laughs> like there's no roads in this town i'm not convinced that we were actually in Utica, I think we were if just outside
1: out, we weren 't you because remember when we took that wrong turn trying to get to the convention we ended well, that's up at in central Utica. Utica. Anytime you see Central on the sign, it's actually taking you to the actual place. Hmm.
0: And then me, Callan, and Noah went to a bar and had drinks for like four hours. Which was, bar none, the best experience of the convention. I'm sorry you missed out on it, Joel. Because it was a fun time. And Bars when Noah, are usually fun. When Noah told me how much he pays in rent in New York, it was like a slap in the face. How much does he pay? It's actually not that bad. He pays uh, 2200 for three bedrooms which is only a little more expensive than you pay for like three bedrooms in Sunny City here in Philadelphia. But still, I was like <laughs> Yeah, but he lives in freaking Brooklyn. Yeah, I know. Like that's great for Brooklyn. Kellen's telling me about her one friend from college who's paying 1800 bucks each. Yeah.
1: I'm never moving to New I York. have
0: an apartment with five bedrooms for 1000 bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> of course, on October 15th, they turn the heat on to 95 degrees and you can't turn it <laughs> off. So we're recording this podcast with two windows open. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you take what you can get. It's totally worth it. And <laughs> it's when we got home, like the next day, uh, or maybe the day after, whatever. Calen's like, uh, So have you talked to Noah? And I was like, No, why would I? And she's like, You know, like after I see a friend of mine, I like send him an email or something. I was like, That's what girls do. Men communicate by deep, soulful looks. <laughs> and that's not, not a gay way.
1: They're manly looks. It's like
0: after you just ripped off you, this terror Oni head and you're climbing up the mountain to get into your steam-powered assault robot vehicle with the solar ray helmet something.
1: The solar ray steam-powered you, you, helmet. You, you like look at the other
0: guy and you're like, all right, we're not coming back from this mission. We got to do it right for the princess who's dead. I don't know. Anyway, that's like me and No. We're like the... Well, he's the robot. No, wait. Well, I'm the
1: robot. But Dave, this podcast... No, he's the dinosaur. Dave, this podcast is over.
0: No, no! Oh, don't do that. Well, he's the robot. No, wait. Well, I'm the robot.
1: But Dave, this <laughs> no, podcast... No,
0: he's the dinosaur. <laughs>